I'm not gonna take long in this scripture, but I just wanna go to John chapter 13 this morning. Now, before the feast in verse one, let me see your Bibles, by the way. Joe, I'm ringing. Uh, Let me see your Bibles. Let me see your devices. Amen, amen. Love seeing your Bibles, the devices you're using. John, just stay, hang there. Darius, that'd be good, because I'm not gonna take long. And John chapter 13, verse one says, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come. By the way, before I forget, I wanna remind you, tonight we have service at six o'clock continuing on from this past weekend, Joy Fest tonight, six. We're just gonna get together and see what the Lord's gonna do. There's no expectation, no agenda. Um, We're just gonna see what God's gonna do. And uh, we wanna be available for that. We have water baptism ready for those who wanna get baptized tonight. So we're just gonna see what God does. But uh, if you're watching online, we wanna see see you here. If you're here in the building, invite someone, bring someone tonight at six o'clock. We'll just, we're just gonna come expecting and come hungry, amen? I said we're gonna come hungry and come expecting, amen? Amen. John 13, I'm gonna go back. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come and that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Can I just pause right there and say that Jesus loves you to the end? There's not, even in the middle of what's getting ready to take place, Jesus' love for them never changed. He knew that Judas was getting ready to betray him. He knew what was coming upon him and his love never wavered. You know, when we go through difficult seasons, how many of you know sometimes in our in our carnality, our love wavers, right? Our our affections for those around us change a little bit. Like, oh, you you hurt me. I'm not gonna come on now. Don't look so religious this morning. You know, you you did this or you did that, and so my affections, my uh, how I respond to you changes. How I look at you. You know, we go through. And Jesus never never did. Verse two, and says, supper being ended, the devil having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hand and that he had come from God and was going to God. Pause there. Knowing that the father had given him all things. I just want to recognize that. That he knew he was in control of all things, everything by the word of his power. He, he was in control. And knowing that he had authority over all things, Jesus has authority over all things in your life. He's directing the course of your ship. He's directing the course of your life. There's not one thing today, even the Judases in your life, even the things that would, in, in the natural, catch you off guard, do not catch Jesus off guard. He had authority over all things. And he had a confidence, there was an assurance that he, was, he had come from God and was going to God. Now, knowing that, having that background, having that understanding, here's what he do. Where, here, here's what he do. In verse four, here's what he do. He rose from supper and he laid aside his garments and he took up a towel and girded himself. The ruler of the universe, the creator of all things, the one that formed you and spoke life, the one who knew that he had come from the Father and was on his way back to the Father, the one 
who took control over all things and through his death, he said that no one takes my life from me, I lay it down. This man got up from the table and took the position of a servant. This man laid aside his garments and put on a towel and began to wash the disciples' feet. And after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel which he was girded. And he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you gonna wash my feet? You know, have you ever found yourself in a place where the Lord shows up, maybe like today, and he's, he's doing something a little out of the ordinary? You see, this, this past week and in, in, in our church in general, we have a tendency to allow the Lord to show up and do things that are out of the ordinary, things that may not be the norm elsewhere. We just say, Lord, you're in control. We recognize, and that's what Jesus did. He recognized that he was, he was in authority. He was the man in authority in the room. He held all authority. And in that authority, he didn't exert that authority. He didn't demand that his servants come and wash his feet. He didn't demand that they put him on a, on a throne. He didn't demand that they treat him with some high and lofty respect. He took the place of the servant and began to serve them and do the unordinary. And our response oftentimes is when Jesus begins to do the unordinary, the things that maybe are a little uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when Jesus shows up in the room and the pastor says, run to the altar, and there's a spontaneous song being sung under the direction of the Holy Spirit. You know, if you listen this morning, you can see, if you pay attention, you can see the Holy Spirit just as the choir director directing the service, directing the flow. And we're just but echoes of the sound of heaven. And you can just watch this morning from the songs that were sung into the spontaneous song of Jesus calling you, run to the altar, run to him, run and surrender to the, to the word that was given, to run to him and the altars filling with those who needed to yield and surrender this morning. You, and when you see that happen, when, when the Lord starts directing and God shows up, we can find ourselves like, Peter, are you gonna do that? Are you, is this really what we're doing? Is this really how today's gonna go? Jesus, is this really what you're gonna do in my life? Maybe there's things you're facing even right now and the Lord is speaking to you and dealing with you. You're saying, Lord, is that really how we're gonna deal with this? Is this really how this is gonna go down? It's unordinary, it's unusual, unusual moments. And if, you will, if you'll pay attention, the Lord loves to do the unusual. The Lord loves doing the unusual. And I find that we have to get comfortable with the supernatural. We have to get comfortable with the unordinary. We need to get comfortable when Jesus says, let's do something that maybe isn't according to the normal way we do things. The normal way for you might be that you get up and you go to work in, in the day and you do you check your boxes. You, go, you get your family ready, you go to work, you do your job 
you come home, you eat dinner, you get to bed, you put the family bed, and you have your you have your routine, right? And if we're not careful, we get stuck in our routines and we miss the opportunity for the unordinary in our ordinary. And Jesus wants to do something supernatural, something unordinary in a day to day. I want to encourage you, you know, Peter's response here, Jesus, is this really what you're going to do? This really, is this really how things are going to go down? Pay attention today. Pay attention to what the Lord wants to do supernatural in your life. Begin to get comfortable with, and this is what Jesus' response. Jesus answered and said to him, what I am doing, you don't understand now, but you will know after this. You don't understand what he's doing right now. Maybe you don't see it in the present moment, but Jesus said, you will see, you will understand. You will get it. You may not understand in the moment. You may not understand his direction in the moment, but you'll get it. There's coming a day where the everything's going to click. Have you ever been there where in the moment you didn't quite understand what the Lord was doing? And you get through that moment and you're like, oh, that's what he was doing. So why not start off with just trusting him? So why not just starting in the place of saying, okay, Peter's response, he said, Peter said, you'll never wash my feet. And Jesus said, if, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. And he said, Lord, not only my feet, but my hands, my head, yeah, just wash me. Just let it, whatever. If I, I, I've given everything to follow you. Remember Peter saying that? I've given everything to follow you. Where would I go? If I didn't follow you, what would I do? And here he is, Jesus said, if, you, if I don't wash you, he wasn't just talking about a natural bath. Of course, we know that. Jesus wasn't speaking about, you know, going in the bathtub, which I'm all for, by the way. If you need to take a bath, you need to take a bath. But that, that, wasn't, that wasn't what he was getting at. Jesus was talking about spiritual cleansing, that you and I would be washed with the water of the word, that the Holy Spirit would cleanse us with the water of sanctification. It would be changed. You and I are being changed and transformed by the washing and the renewing of our mind. There's a continual cleansing that Jesus is doing in our life. And that's what he was speaking to Peter about. It was unordinary. It was unusual. They had done, they had offered sacrifices for that. They had done the religious thing. But I, I want to speak to somebody this morning. Jesus is washing and cleansing you. He's changing you. Anybody been washed this morning in the, in the water of cleansing from, from Jesus? He's, this is an ongoing process. This is an ongoing change. And when you get born again, he washes you. But there's, a, there's another change that has to happen in your life. There's another change. If you're living in sin, guess what? There's a washing that's got to happen. If you have an addiction, there's a washing that's got to happen. If there's a, there's a hang up in your life, there's a washing that's got to happen. If there's a hurt or an offense, there's a washing that's got to Every day, there's a renewing and a cleansing that has to take place in your life. It's never just a one-stop shop. Oh, I got, I got cleansed. You don't just go in and take a bath on Monday and go till Sunday without a bath, right? You go every day and you're cleaning, right? You got to be cleaned every day. You got to be washed every day. Lord, not only my feet, but my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. 
today there's those who are here. There are many of you here who are responding, many who are watching, maybe online, and you're responding to the Lord. You respond to his voice. And the master has come to wash, wash you clean, to wash your feet. And you yield like Peter, Lord, wash, wash it all. I don't understand it, I don't get it, but Lord, wash me, wash me clean. But there's others here today that there's another person in the room who was observing not with the eyes of humility of Lord, wash me, cleanse me, but there was another person in the room named Judas who sat and watched through the eyes of judgment. He sat and he watched through the eyes of judgment. There was an opportunity for Judas to be made whole. There was an opportunity for Jesus to wash and to cleanse Judas, for him to be made whole, to be restored, to deal with the the intents of his heart. There was an opportunity for, for Judas to face the devil on the inside of him, but he didn't. The moment passed him by. He went through the, he went through the, Ritual that everybody else went through. He was in the same room. He saw Jesus wash their feet. He had his feet washed. Does anybody hear me this morning? He had his feet washed, but he wasn't changed. It didn't affect him. And you can sit in church and you can go through and see everything else that everybody else is seeing. You can, see the, you can see the glory of the Lord enter the room. You can see it all and never be changed, never be transformed. Judas went out, we know, after the meal and betrayed Jesus. And so I wonder this morning, there's someone watching, there's someone here in the building, and you find yourself like Judas. Everybody else is entering in. People around you are getting touched and changed. And the Lord's dealing with them and speaking to them. But you're sitting back like Judas in the seat, watching it all go down. And instead of a heart of humility, it's a heart of judgment and skepticism and complaint. Is he really who he says he is? these people only knew what this was what this looked like and begin to judge and so I want to encourage you this morning if you find yourself sharing the same response that Judas had the Bible says that today is the day of salvation today's the day today's the hour You have a moment, you have a time to humble yourself before the Lord and say, Jesus, change me. Just like Peter, don't just wash my feet, wash my hands, wash my head. Make, I wanna be 100% in. I wanna be all in, Lord. I don't wanna just sit out on the sidelines and speculation and judgment and skepticism and hurt and offense and all the mess. Lord, I wanna be in. I wanna be 100% yours. I want to be changed. Why don't you stand with me this morning? I want to be changed. Lord, wash me, change me, cleanse me.
Lord, wash me, change me, cleanse me, make me yours. Humble yourself before the Lord today. Humble yourself before the Lord today. How is it, every head bowed and every eye closed, how is it with your soul today? How is it between you and the Lord today? How is it between you and Jesus today? Are you like Peter saying, Lord, I'm yours. Everything about my life, everything who I am, it's yours. Or are you sitting today in the place of judgment and skepticism? Sitting out on the barriers, watching everyone else enter in, but you yourself haven't stepped into that place of transformation. How is it with your soul today? Do you have peace with God? Do you have peace with God? The Bible says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to heaven. No one gets to heaven except through me. The Bible tells us in Acts 4 and verse 12 that there's one name. There's one name under heaven given to men by which you must be saved. The only way is through Jesus Christ. You might be here this morning and say, Pastor, I've prayed a prayer before but I know I'm not living right. I've been in church before, but I know I'm not living right. Pastor, I know that I've said Christian things before, but today I don't have peace with the Lord. I'm not walking how I ought to be walking. I'm not living how I ought to be living. You might be here this morning and say, I've never prayed a prayer. I've never asked Jesus to forgive me and be the Lord of my life. You might be here this morning and say, I, I don't know. I, I've prayed before, but I'm just not sure. Before we leave this place today, you have an opportunity to settle it in your heart. Today, before you leave, you have a chance. You have a moment to get things right with Jesus, to have peace with God before we leave. If you're here in this building, every head bowed and eye closed between you and the Lord. If you're here and you say, Pastor, that's me. I need to have peace with God before I leave. I need to settle things in my heart today. I know I've not been living right. I know I've not been living how I ought, but today before I go, I need to know that I have peace with the Lord. I need to start fresh today. That's you. I want you to just raise your hand right where you're at. Right where you're at. Today is your day. Today is your day to say, Jesus, I need you to be the Lord of my life. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I surrender. Jesus, I surrender. Jesus, I surrender. Anyone this morning? Anyone else this morning? Anyone else this morning? Jesus, I need peace with the Lord before I go. I need to settle things in my heart before I leave. Anyone else? Maybe online, if you're online watching, just drop in the comments, I'm making a decision to follow Christ today. If you're online watching us, I'm making a decision to follow Christ today. Thank you, Lord. I want us all to pray together out loud. Dear Jesus, everyone out loud. Dear Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again. I believe that you're coming back. Make me yours. Make me a new creation. Today, the old is gone and I'm new in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Make me a soul winner. Fill me with your spirit. Change my life in your precious name. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. If you prayed that prayer, either in the building or online, if you prayed that prayer, you need to get water baptized. Maybe you've done it before. It's okay. Do it again. Make a public declaration. I'm following Christ. I'm following Christ. You need to get planted in a church. We love you here. You're welcome here. If you don't live in the area, get planted in a church. Get rooted in a Bible-believing, Bible-practicing, Bible-experiencing church. And tell somebody about your decision to follow Christ. Tell somebody, say, I'm following Jesus. Tell them today, say, I'm following Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just grab hands with the person next to you this morning. Hallelujah. If you didn't get to drop your offering in the offering plate, there's an offering box in the lobby. If you didn't get to drop off your Connect card, there's a you can drop them off in the lobby or in the offering box in the lobby. Make sure you do that. Jesus. 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 Fill your people, Lord. Like a mighty rushing wind from heaven. Let the refreshing wind of heaven let the refreshing wind, the wind of the Holy Ghost, blow across this place, Lord. Oh, Father, let baptize your people afresh in the Holy Ghost and power. Baptize them afresh and anew with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit and fire. Let the fire of the Lord burn in their bellies. Let the wind of heaven blow across their soul today. Let the wind of the Holy Spirit blow in this place, blow in their soul, blow across them today, Jesus. Fresh wind of heaven, fresh wind of heaven, fresh wind of heaven. Touch your people today, O oh Holy Spirit. Jesus, fresh fire. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be here tonight at 6 o'clock. We're going to have church. to be Holy Ghost. God bless you. I see angels praising your holy name and I sing praises, I sing praises.